Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end -end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, we welcome Marilyn Sanford. Marilyn is a serial entrepreneur. She founded SmartFX. She founded LinkEdge. She's owned, grown, and sold with Scala, Connected Spaces, and Pacific Tech. And she's a Cedia Fellow. Please welcome Marilyn Sanford. Hi, Marilyn. Great to see you today. You too. Well, smartpreneurs, uh, we're going to dig deep into the mind of Marilyn Sanford today and, and find out what she's talking about when she talks about task management in her latest smartpreneur blog. So let's just dive right in. Uh, in, in the latest uh, blog, Task Management, you mentioned four key benefits to task management software. Would you mind taking the audience uh, your, through your thoughts on that and what, what you think those important points are? Yeah, no, I'd love to. I'm going to start by saying, essentially, we have the potential to live in a virtually paperless society. And, you know, that has to be part of this. Sure. We think about when we're looking at all of the solutions or what we need to do to address these subjects in this timeline. So a task management system, really got to look at that as one place to, ca to capture what's going on in the operations one place to go back to when questions are asked, one place to help educate the client on what it took or takes to do the work. It is such an important piece. It's the details. It's every, it captures everything we are about. So you can better organize the operations um, that depend on these details. And so you're not consuming as much time otherwise. So our ability to capture and track tasks it can be a priceless piece of the business. And so a system that helps to do that is also a big part of the power of task management. So, you know, if I look back on in my world, one of the things that we always did was we tracked outstanding work orders and, and took a look at where were we, what, what were our objectives initially, what have we got left to do, and we engaged the team to do that. We used to call the outstanding items deficiencies, things that we had to accomplish in order to get through that, the, the business that we'd sold. And it would help PMs and techs as well. So it's, a, it's, um, it's really good to have one place to capture these details. It's, one source um, of truth. Pardon? One source of truth. One source of truth. That's exactly yeah. right. 
And yep. so, you know, conversations, new information, redesigns, lots of stuff that goes on can happen in the hallway that can be really important. A place to capture that, a place to sit down and make sure that all, the whole team has access, or at least the key stakeholders to that have access is essential. So, you know, we, we have tons of different techs on site. Sometimes we have the same, same tech. Sometimes someone's sick and someone else comes in. The ability to create continuity in an ever-changing world is at the heart of a good task management system. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. You know, there's there's a lot of hours and trips and uh, and things, sometimes parts, unfortunately, that that just don't get accounted for. So, would you share your thoughts on that and and how to understand and and correct for those those things that fall through the gaps? Yeah. Yes, I you know I when I thought about this, I I was really thinking that all of those details can be part of the, if you will, the fun and the nature of the business. If the culture is a, is a, is a culture of improvement, if the culture of improvement really drives engagement, mm -hmm. because there are a lot of details, you know, a way to seamlessly gather information is really critical. And obviously I've talked about this a lot because I really believe we need a system to do that, preferably yeah. automated. Right. Internal communications and handoffs, you know, dedicated PMs and techs can all help with this, depending on the size of your company. So, you know, we started with a couple of people and ended up in about five to six people for a while, then up to 10, then up to 13, then up to 20s, and then into the 30s. And each phase of that growth negated or necessitated a different look at how the business um, ran and what we needed. So we may not have had PMs initially, but we still have that mm -hmm. function, that role that needs to happen. And we do have handoffs all the way through. Sure. So creating a rhythm of communications so that people know where to get information, who to talk to to get information, and that they're comfortable with that. And also, we talked earlier in the blogs about opportunity gaps. Yes. Keeping your mind on the opportunity gap as you go through here. You know, not sweeping things under the carpet, not thinking you're too busy, but needing to really think about, you know, where are those opportunities? What is going on on site and engaging the team to do so, to, to, to be part of that. So, you know, I, I think it's kind of that same story. Give your team responsibility, mine the team for, for valuable resource and information because they're seeing what's going on. Tools to manage this are important. Um, you know, your product is your team. It is your differentiator. And this culture um, of communication, this this commitment to improvement is a big part of what keeps that those techs and that team engaged, invested in the culture of improvement. Yeah, that makes sense. I was going to mention one other thing, too, which is profit sharing, which I, I, you know, I've already sort of confessed I didn't do that very well. If you can do that well, there's another piece that can drive the team's curiosity and commitment. And so I think that also needs to be on the table and, and sort of worked out. Cool, cool. Well, you know, communications is, is, a, is a big theme in this week's uh, blog. Uh, you mentioned it quite a bit in uh, in talking about it. What are your thoughts about about how to communicate? Essentially, you know, 
there's there's written out work orders and then there's those companies that stand there in the morning for 10 minutes and just tell people what to what to go do you know it's verbal communication right yeah. uh, and uh and and uh both you know both happen out there uh so what, what's your thoughts about uh the, the the pros and cons there yeah i actually think there's two pieces to it and you you kind of address that a little bit so one of them is we talked about it before business systems and that is, you know, places to capture details and to hand off details to track deficiencies or job status um, with timely updates. So the, the systems themselves are are fifty percent of this whole business. The other fifty percent is a culture of communication and trust, and that's actually a lot of hard work. And maybe depending on leadership traits and qualities and who you are, a very uncomfortable thing for some people. But it is so important. So, you know, making sure that that um, there's good handoffs, that people know what's expected um, on a job, what hours were sold, um, review with the key stakeholders at each phase. You know, handoffs are so important. And we always did that. You know, we had our daily huddle, which I'll go into. And um, also we had very... Uh, um, very scripted, if you will, handoffs at each phase of the sale. And we were doing large integrated projects, which I know puts more emphasis and more focus on the communications and processes, but sure. I think they're important in every business. You know, yeah. do they understand what was sold and what's expected of them? Um, and training, you know, is there clear processes in the company that help them um, do their jobs effectively and are they listened to? And I, you know, this could be the designer, it could be the sales guy, it could be the, you know, the programmers. Everybody needs that stimulation and they need to be heard at the same time. We have a detailed industry, really detailed industry. And um, I, I think we can create more resistance if we don't have a culture of communication and trust around all those details. Totally agree. Totally agree. Well, thank you, Marilyn. That was great. You're welcome. Uh, another, another great podcast. I uh, hope uh, you smartpreneurs all enjoyed that out there. If you want to read that uh, blog, just head on over to simplyreliable.com and check out the Smartpreneur blog. Of course, while you're there, you can watch more Smartpreneur podcasts as well. You can also catch our podcasts on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash simplyreliable. And uh, Apple out there has uh, their podcasts provide video as well, so you can watch them. And, of course, if you're tooling around in, in your truck or your van uh, or your, your sports car and you're really dying to listen to some, some great stuff on a podcast, you can find us at any podcast, uh, pretty much any podcast uh, software out there. Just look up Smartpreneur Podcast. And until next time, uh, keep selling, keep communicating, and have a great time. We'll see you next time on the Smartpreneur Podcast.